episode 180, bonus edition, interview with Leanne Stone. Hi, I'm Jake Miller, host of the Educational Duct Tape Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Be sure to check out all of our other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, lead educators, it's Gretchen here from Always a Lesson, here to empower you to reach your potential. You know it. I call you elite. I think that really describes someone that takes the time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast just like this one. That way they can hone their craft. Well, today's a special day because we have a guest appearance. I want to help you reignite your passion and potential by learning from another elite educator, Leanne Stone. Before we dive into the interview, I want to share a little bit more about her with you. So Leanne is a former third grade teacher in Charlotte, North Carolina, who taught through Teach for America. And like most new teachers, Leanne found herself overwhelmed by the responsibilities and costs of creating new classroom materials and began to explore online materials to help her prepare for class. Leanne now coaches hundreds of teachers and school administrators through Teachers Pay Teachers, or TPT. And if you haven't heard of that, that's an online hub for teacher-authored resources. So she helps schools implement TPT for schools, the school-wide version of TPT, that allows the school to pay for classroom resources rather than teachers and share those materials campus-wide. With more than two-thirds of all teachers in the U.S. using TPT and more than 2,000 schools using the campus-wide offering has evolved into what Forbes coins as a virtual teacher's lounge. Leanne offers first-person insight into how TPT is providing teachers with alternatives and solutions to the obstacles that they face in the classroom. Well, let me tell y'all why I'm so excited about this interview. One, Leanne is from my hometown, Charlotte, North Carolina. Whoop, whoop and a former third grade teacher, which as you know, I spent most of my career teaching that grade. And she's a big part of TPT. And one way that I help continue to give back to teachers is through the resources that I create in my TPT store. So three strikes and she wins. That's exactly why I invited her to be on the podcast. So let's dive into this interview that's going to empower you to reach your potential. Hey, Leanne, thanks so much for being a guest here on the Empowering Educators podcast. Hi, Gretchen. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course. We have elite educators listening. They're excited to hear your journey in education and what you want to share with them. So if you don't mind, I'm going to just dive right into some good questions. Sounds great. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) So share just the background. How did you and I get connected? How did our paths cross? First off, you know, I just want to say again, thanks so much for having me um, on your podcast today. I really love any opportunity to kind of more closely connect with our educator community. Um, So I was just really excited to be asked to join today. So I really appreciate it. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, 
And then, so right now, um, I work at Teachers Pay Teachers um, in New York City. But prior to that, I taught third grade in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and so I was excited to be speaking with you, as I know you're also from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I taught and third grade so, too. I don't know if um, yeah. we connected on that, but some people do send me emails and say like, hey, I really like to come on and talk about X, Y, Z. And I don't always have the time to just take on any guests. But when I heard that you were in Charlotte, you taught third grade and you work closely with TBT, I was like, it's a match made in heaven. Of course, I can't wait to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Lots of, lots of connections. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was there for two years um, teaching at a Title I school, and um, following that, I came to New York City and started working at Teachers Pay Teachers, because um, I really wanted to just kind of continue helping other educators. Um, you know, in my experience with with teaching third grade, it, I know it was such a tiring and thankless job, so I knew that in any role that I went into, I just wanted to... Um, you know, continue to help improve teachers' lives. So I've been working at TPT for about a year and a half, um, and it's been really cool to kind of have that unique perspective of being a former teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really helps to kind of voice the needs and wants of teachers um, to to the company. So, you know, some of us at Teachers Pay Teachers are um, former classroom teachers, but a lot of um, us aren't. So I think it's really cool to be able to bring that perspective and make sure that the teacher's voice is heard. Yeah, so true. So let me back up a little bit in your journey here. What made you start teaching third grade? Did you just like that age of kids or you got placed there for student teaching? Tell me more about that. So I actually did um, a program called Teach for America. Okay, TFA, which places. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly which places, um, you know, most of the time, um, recent college grads into Title I um, and low-performing schools. So I was placed in Charlotte. It was, um, you know, in the middle of my list of cities that I would want to go to. Um, I was very thankful that I was placed there. Um, it was such a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I was placed in third grade um, through through TFA and I ended up loving it. Absolutely loved that grade. And the, that age is, is such a such a fun um, age of, you know, those kids. So I agree yeah. because they still love school, but they are independent and you're not like tying shoes and helping them go to the bathroom and stuff. So it, it was definitely exactly. my favorite grade. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. And they're not too sassy yet, but, you know, they still <laughs> they still love their teacher and they like, you know, give you hugs and all that good stuff. So <laughs> speaking of those third graders, what would you say is kind of the best lesson you learned as a teacher in the classroom? Yeah, so from my experience as a teacher, I think the biggest thing I learned was just the power of kind of meeting my students where they were Mm -hmm. um, in order to kind of help build them up to where they need to be. So as I mentioned, I taught in a Title I school. So I had students in my third grade class that were on kindergarten reader levels um, all the way to, you know, sixth grade reading levels. So I I really had students um, at all ranges. And there was really just no way that I had time to create, you know, the exact lesson to meet each individual need um, of my students. And so really, that's why, you know, I kind of found TPT to be such a lifesaver for me. Um, I knew I could really trust the resources and, um, you know, it just solved that ultimate problem of kind of not having 
enough time um, and you know that's kind of how I learned the power of differentiation and just meeting my students uh, where they are. Yeah, that is so hard, especially when you're just starting out. Oh, my God, I could barely teach just what I had to, let alone think of 45 other different ways to do it. So I'm glad that you kind of found your niche and being able to do that and then bring it to your current project. So props to you on that. <laughs> Thank you. So you're you're now kind of being able to collaborate with some educators, but you also get to oversee, you know, lots of awesome resources and stuff. So based on that experience and obviously your classroom experience, what would you say makes an educator great? Yeah, so I think there are two big things um, that make an educator great. I think one is just being positive. Um, I think if you come into the classroom every day with a positive attitude, your kids are going to feel that and they're going to mirror that. Um, as we both probably know, your kids kind of um, do what you do. So if right. you have a good, um, you know, positive energy about you, your kids are going to um, do that as well. And, you know, I think your kids want, you know, if they see you um, up in front of the classroom having fun um, and, you know, having fun with a lesson, <clears throat> they're going to be able to feel that as well and have fun in their learning. So I think positivity is the first one. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is just relationship building, um, showing your students that you care about them, even in those little moments, such as like lunch or recess. You know, I sat with my kids every day at lunch um, just to make sure they knew that um, I cared about them and wanted to get to know them as people. Um, I think if, if they don't know you care about them, they're really not going to listen to you and they're not going to, um, most importantly, learn from you. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad you said that because, you know, back to school time is here and everyone's doing the get to know you activities, which is fine. But it's like not just a beginning of the year thing. Like we have to continue to get to know kids and allow them to get to know each other throughout the year. So I love that you mentioned just certain downtime moments throughout the day where you can connect and like you said, as people, not just like as teacher and as student. So that that's awesome. Yeah. Well, this podcast is dedicated to a few groups of teachers. We've got new teachers, some that are in transition or maybe distress, and then we've got teacher leaders. So if you could pick any one of these buckets of teachers and give them a piece of advice, who would you pick and what would you say? Sure. So I think um, I can talk most specifically to the new teachers since, you know, mm -hmm. I only talked for two years. So I was definitely new the whole time. <laughs> um, and I would just say, don't try to do everything. I was basically drowning. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I just tried to, you know, create everything from scratch. And again, try to create something new for each of my unique learners. Mm -hmm didn't do a good job of like asking for help or looking for what was already created. Right. Um, so towards the end of my first year and definitely in my second year, I really learned the power of collaborating with other teachers, both in the building um, and outside of the building. So again, finding things like Teachers Pay Teachers was so, so helpful for me. Um, and, you know, I was receiving great content, but not having to create everything from scratch and staying up in the middle of the night trying to trying to do everything. <laughs> so yeah. I think just leaning into the people around you um, and collaborating with people who have already been in your shoes is a really, really powerful tool. Yeah, and I don't know why teachers feel like they get bonus points if they create everything themselves. Like, no one is going through your lessons like, did you create this? Did you create? No, it's like, hey, are you helping your kids achieve? And however you're able to do that, as long as you're teaching the curriculum or the standards you're supposed to, like, by all means, and 
make make it easy on yourself. You still are going to have to tweak it to fit your learners. But yeah, absolutely. Find out what everyone on your team is using or like you mentioned, uh, what's on TPT and there's some really great stuff. I know some folks give it a bad rap thinking it's just all this free stuff, but it's really not if you take the time to look at the standards aligned stuff and certain things for your grade level. Um, so I, I, I 100% agree with you that you don't have to work as hard as you're trying to work. Like you don't have to start and make everything from scratch. That is, like I said, you don't get bonus points for that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> uh, who is your current mentor? Like, who do you go to to just stay current? I know you mentioned you have some colleagues that are teachers or have been teachers and some that aren't. So is there someone in the office that you chat with or do you follow someone on social media? Who do you go to to, you know, just stay up on what's happening in education? Sure. So my what's great about my team that I work with directly at TPT is that we are all former uh, teachers. So this is really great because, again, we can just really empathize with um, the school administrators and teachers that we work with on a day to day basis. Um, And, you know, we really rely on each other to kind of, um, you know, come together and learn and grow together. Um, We all definitely know that um, TPT is is not perfect and we have a lot a long way to go with with the site so um, just coming together and knowing that we can learn and grow from each other um, I would say really my my whole team and it's about six of us um, and then in terms of you know staying staying up to date on what's happening in education um, our company does a really really good job of bringing in outdoor speakers um, Our CEO actually does a weekly education talk where he talks about things going on in the education world and, you know, where curriculum's going and things like that. Um, And we have uh, frequent visitors come to the office. Um, And then personally, I subscribe to, you know, some weekly emails um, from companies such as EdSurge, PBS Education, and they, from time to time, will do like webinars. about what schools and districts and different states are, are doing with their curricula. So oh, cool. Oh, cool. Um, kind of a, yeah, kind of a range of where I get my information. But um, I think TPT, again, just does a really good job of keeping us up to date. Yeah, I'll link those in the show notes if anyone listening, you know, wants to also subscribe to those things. That's um, great ideas for, yeah, keeping up to date on what's happening. And right to your inbox is so great. You don't have to go to a website and follow it yourself. <laughs> So we've been kind of trotting around the TBT topic, but I'm really excited to just take some time to dive into what transitioned you to that role. What exactly are you doing? Um, Just fill me in on, you know, what it is that you're working on in terms of its impact on the educational field. Sure. So I work on what's called our school's account management team. And what that means is I work with our schools and districts who have signed up for this new type of account called a TPT for schools account. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I support our administrators in all aspects of the purchasing process from onboarding them, helping them navigate the site, Um, and helping them roll out this TPT program to the rest of their teachers and the rest of their staff members. And to kind of take a step back with that, TPT for schools is this new easy way for schools to actually pay for the affordable and high quality instructional materials on TPT. Woohoo! Yay! (laughs) And what's great is that we have almost 6,000 schools from kind of all types 
Yeah. Um, and this was rolled out um, only in Janu- January to um, all schools. So it's pretty, pretty exciting. And it's been really cool to be a part of that team and just see that growth, um, you know, over the past six months or so. Yeah, that is awesome. So let me interject before you continue. So sure. what's so great about TBT? So let's just start here. When I first found it in the classroom, I was like what I said before, like getting all the free stuff because as a teacher, you just don't have the money to do it. And some of the free stuff isn't aligned to standards or isn't as rigorous or isn't differentiated. And so you kind of get what you pay for. And since you paid nothing, you know, you don't really get the great resources. Well, as I became um, a leader in my building, I was helping teachers find materials that, you know, were a little bit expensive, but like you and I were chatting before, like if it's already been made and it's already so great, like why not? And they were so detailed with the lesson plans and the projects and homework and tying it to home and school. And, um, we just kind of fell in love with it, but there comes this point where you're like, I am spending so much money on all this stuff to supplement the curriculum. I just can't hang as a teacher. And we have been praying like, what is a, a, a resource that, you know, besides doing a GoFundMe page, you know, or asking for <laughs> any sort of, I don't know, sponsorship, um, you know, how could I get all this stuff and share it with my team? And um, so when they started talking about TBT for schools, I literally thought I was dreaming. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes, there's finally going to be a way that administrators can say, I have this pocket of money. I am willing to spend it on XYZ, you just have to kind of tell me, you know, why, why you need it and why it's so great. And, um, through all the beta testing, which I'm sure you can talk to, um, us about in a second, but they've been able to kind of figure out a really streamlined way for a teacher to say, this is what I want. This is why I want it, sends it to the admin, and then they're able to approve it and bam, you get it. And I'm just like, this is so easy. Um, so worth the investment, right? Because, I, I would much rather have an awesome resource um, and my administrator knows like, hey, I, I'm willing to give this to you and can't wait to see how you use it. I just think it brings the community together when you're really rallying around great stuff that's created by teachers for teachers. Um, so that's just my two cents. I'm just so super excited and I love that you're on that team. Yes. Well, we love to hear that. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you could work for our marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, it it really is exciting. Um, And, you know, this this school's movement was inspired by conversations with teachers who were constantly asking for ways that their schools, you know, can be a part of this process and to be um, filled in as well and to kind of just collaborate on TPT together. Because, you know, in the past, teachers have been doing it on their own, in their own classrooms, but there was no way to bring everybody together. So it really is sort of this collaborative tool now between teachers, administrators. Um, there's what's called a school library on the school account where you can see what other teachers are using. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's really, really been cool to kind of bring everybody together on this new school's platform. Um, and, you know, to the teachers listening, if this is something you guys are interested in learning more about or bringing to your school, um, a lot of the information you can find right on schools.teacherspayteachers.com. So definitely check that out if you're interested in learning more. Yeah, cool. I'll put that in the show notes as well. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt for you to say, hey, principal, whomever, there are a couple of resources I really want for my class. I can't afford them. Is there some wiggle room in the budget? 
Um, I'd love for you to check out just being part of TPT for schools in case anyone else wants to send you a possible resource uh, and look it over. And then, you know, the principal might originally say, and you might be able to tell us any pushback you've had from principals, but they may say, I A, don't have the money because I've already had to spend it before the school year starts, or I just don't really have the time to go through and read everyone's requests for such and such activity. Um, but there are certainly, you know, some ways around that. And if you think about, at least if it were me, I would say maybe they can dedicate every Monday morning, there's an hour of time that they're going to go through. And anyone that sent a request in the last week, they're going to go through and say yay or nay. And maybe they also give their teachers a criteria like, I am not going to buy you a Labor Day activity, but I will buy you a monthly or yearly curriculum, you know, so it's up to the kind of the principal to decide what it is they're willing to look at. Um, so maybe that's a way you could uh, kind of approach it is know what their pushback is going to be and, and kind of have an answer or a reply for them. What other pushback have you heard from principals? Yeah, I think I think you really hit it there. Um, I think one thing that we do here is just the budget. Um, you know, budget cuts are happening all over the country. Um, so people aren't really um, thinking that they have too much to spend on these kind of supplementary materials. Um, but what we found to be really cool um, is schools are pulling from all different types of budget. So, you know, you don't have to pull just from curriculum funds um, or su even supplementary funds, but schools are pulling from title funds. Um, they're like asking for grants for this. They can reach out to their PTO to buy gift cards for this, oh. uh, technology funds. So what's cool is teachers and administrators are getting really um, creative on how they can pull money um, in order to fund TBT resources. And then the other part of that is it's the average price is $5. So when we tell administrators that, you know, it's a free for them to sign up for the account and then the average prices of a resource is $5. It's usually, you know, pretty well received because yeah. they're used to spending a lot more money on. on <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in terms of the, you know, we definitely hear, um, as you mentioned, oh, well, this seems like a lot of work. I don't want to go through all these requests. Something that we have um, built into the product recently is a funded account. So an administrator can actually just deposit funds up front into the account. Oh. And then it's basically like a one click when they get the resource request. It's just a one click and they can approve it and the teacher gets the resource automatically. So that's really cut down on a lot of the time that administrators are spending um, kind of approving resources and things like that. So that's amazing. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll say is when administrators give pushback, a lot of the time they actually want to hear from other administrators, which totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. So what's my job is that I can connect administrators to other people and other schools like them. Um, to explain how they're doing, you know, how they're using this, how they're getting around some of those barriers. Um, and it's been really cool to kind of create that network of administrators in my in my work. Oh, my gosh, that is totally awesome. And I think, yeah, like you mentioned, they want to say like, hey, what are you doing? Does it work for your type of students that you have, your types of teachers and your community? So yeah, I can definitely see how that would be worthwhile. That's awesome. So what email address does someone reach out to you if they do want to connect their principal with somebody else? Sure. So my email address is just Leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, -N -N -E, at teacherspayteachers.com. 
Um, or you can just email schools at teacherspayteachers.com and one of the account managers will um, respond and, you know, help you guys out with anything that you guys need. That is so awesome. I love it. <laughs> TBT is great. <laughs> well, I want to be respectful of your time before I let you go. I do want to ask you one more question, and that is just how do you reignite your passion and your potential as an educator? Sure. So I think one of the coolest things that I've been able to do in my current role is to go to some um, conferences. So I don't know, Gretchen, if you were at the teacher author conference this past year, um, but I was able to go to the one in Anaheim um, last summer, and that was really cool. And I've been able to go to some technology conferences, um, promoting TPT for schools, but also just learning about what else is out there. Hmm. And what I think is so cool is how excited um, the educator community gets about improving their craft and just being so open to new ideas and new tactics um, and seeing when teachers come together and what they can do um, is just really, really amazing and inspiring. So, you know, I work in an office every day, but going to these conferences and, and seeing teachers kind of in action and seeing how they have such a growth mindset is really, really um, inspiring to me. So, um, I'm constantly like asking my boss, can you like send me to some conferences so I can reconnect with you and kind of, you know, reconnect with people who are in the classroom. Um, and again, just talking, you know, to educators like you every day and talking on the phone with administrators, um, is a big part of my job. So just staying connected and making sure that I'm helping to empower them, um, and let them know that they're supported. Awesome. Great advice. Get out of your building and get connected. Those are two great pieces of wisdom. Thank you. <laughs> well, on behalf of Elite Educators Everywhere, thank you so much for taking time on a weekend morning to chat with me and share all your ideas on how we can improve our craft, as you mentioned, in the classroom through TBT for Schools. Great. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. It's been such a joy um, to be here today. Um, we love, you know, the work you and all the other teachers um, are doing and creating. Um, we really just appreciate everything you guys do. Um, I feel really lucky to be a part of, you know, a community of educators. And just thank you again for inviting me to speak with you today, Gretchen. Absolutely. Is there any other platform that you want to share with us for how we can get in touch with you, whether it's social media or, or website or anything else that you haven't mentioned so far? Um, yeah, I would just say visit schools.teacherspayteachers and definitely reach out via the schools um, at teacherspayteachers email address if you want to learn more. But I think um, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, thanks right. so much, Leanne. We will chat soon. Thank you, Gretchen. Hi, bye. bye. All right, y'all. I hope that you found all the information that Leanne shared helpful, informative, exciting, because she is truly here dedicating her work and her efforts to ensure teachers' lives are easier, to make sure all students are given the greatest opportunity to become whatever it is that they dream to become. So I hope you can take what Leanne shared and apply it in your own situations so that you can be your best and helping students be their best and everyone exceeds their potential. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's special edition interview podcast with Leanne Stone. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. <laughs>